yourself the question, why is this feeling coming up for me? Write it down, literally get it all out. And then thank yourself for having that thought and, you know, accepting that you've had it. And then let it go. Like, be like, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, God, I'm jealous again. Why am I jealous? Like, it's okay. Like, you're human. We're, you know, we live in the society where people love to pick on your flaws if you're in quite a negative crowd anyway. And you need to be the one person who is in your court. Like, don't fuel your fire. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to be jealous because it's okay to be jealous and like go out and go angry with it. But just be like, okay, I am feeling this way. I need to obviously look at why I'm feeling this way accept that feeling, forgive yourself for that feeling, and then take steps to overcome it in whatever way that looks for you. Hello Shine fam and welcome back to another episode of Shine with Sophie. I'm here to help raise your energy, expand your mind, dig deep and find who you truly are and help you step into your most confident, truest self. If you haven't already, come join us over on the Shine with Sophie Instagram community and let's get shining together. you're going to love this episode. I have a guest speaker, a heartbreak coach joining me. So I'm talking to all of the people out there who are in a toxic relationship that are trying to fix, but you just don't know how to. Or have you been in a toxic relationship that has left you feeling worthless and that you're not worthy of love anymore? Or are you projecting your lack of self-love and acceptance onto your partner right now? Or are you constantly attracting the wrong partner, the wrong kind of relationships to you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, keep on listening because guys, this is for you. And honestly, you're going to take so much from this episode because I took so much from this episode. This is what I needed to hear. So yeah, I really hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you resonate with any of it, if you needed to hear this or yeah, just I really hope you take something from it. But I also want to flag up and just put a warning out there that we do talk a little bit about alcoholism and kind of a bit about abuse so I just want to warn you guys um, before continuing to listen but other than that I really hope you enjoy it and yeah hello shine fam welcome back to another episode well we actually have a special guest for this episode and i'm so i'm really excited for this episode i feel like it's actually going to be a therapy session for us all um so <laughs> honestly so today we are joined by a heartbreak coach um page so i'm going to let her introduce you herself but she is a heartbreak coach and she is high vibe like me, so this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be like full blown high energy, all talk. You're gonna love it. But hi Paige, hello. Um, would you like to introduce yourself and you? Hi Sophie. Oh, I'm so excited to do 
this first guest podcast. <laughs> I've been talking about doing this for ages and I'm so excited it's you because like you said, I'm so high energy. You're really <laughs> high energy. <laughs> we just, yeah, yeah, we could talk all day. So I will get back to actually introduce myself. Uh, my name's Paige. I am 29 years old and I live in the UK bit further down than Sophie I'm down in England <laughs> and as Sophie said I am a heartbreak coach um, but do you want to know a little bit more about how I got into it or well yeah well we'll get into that but um yeah welcome I'm so excited for this but yeah also do you want to share like how we met as well and then we'll kind of get the show on the road yes so actually I met Sophie quite recently um I joined an empowered leadership program all for accountability for my business and grow my business. And we literally connected through there. So as you probably know, Sophie's also a coach. I'm a coach. And we've just connected through our story of like and love for personal development and how it's literally changed our lives. Obviously in different ways, but that's how we've kind of connected and that's how we've got to doing this uh, episode today. I love that. I love that so much. Um, well, guys, we're going to dive into like all things kind of self-love, self-acceptance, toxic relationships. And honestly, I'm ready for this. This is something I need as well, just as much as all you guys need it. Um, but before we get deep into it, do you want to kind of share your experience and your kind of journey and why you now are a heartbreak coach? Like what has led you to this moment? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I'll give the short version because I could literally talk forever about my journey and how I've become the person I am today. So literally we could jump back probably 10 years ago when I was 19. I met my first serious boyfriend. He was actually 17 years older than me. <laughs> um, he turned out to be the most toxic person I'd ever met in my life. Um, he was a heroin addict. He was abusive mentally and physically towards me. He cheated on me, <laughs> literally left me feeling like not even a piece of dirt that someone would step on with their shoe. Like I just felt completely lost. I didn't know who I was. I don't, didn't feel like I had an existence on the planet anymore. Nothing made sense in my life. Like I just, like he felt like he was my entire world. As crazy as that sounds when I say it now, everything about him was what my world evolved around. Literally, I was like the moon and he was my, or the other way, I was the world and he was my moon just circling me. And this went on for four years, like literally four years I was with this person who made me feel really irrelevant. He mentally abused me in the sense that I literally stopped seeing friends and family I didn't have a great connection with because in my head I was like oh, I don't want to go out because it makes him angry if I go out it makes him feel insecure makes him feel really jealous so I'm not going out for him and it's you know I'm doing it for his benefit whereas actually his behavior had led me to think that is best that I don't go out and it's crazy when I say it again, it's so crazy when I say it now because I'm like, that is literally insane. Like my friends would all go out after work. I'd be working really long shifts. Like, and they'd be all like, let's go for a drink. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't because, you know, I've, I've got to go home. We'd just be annoyed. And like, it sounds really funny now, but it's actually really serious. So like, if I would drop people home in the car, if they were guys, even though there was nothing going on, I would be like, please don't touch the front seat. Like, don't touch the passenger seat. Don't move it. Don't change the way it's leveled because he'll notice if it's moved. 
<laughs> like it's literally insane but he would notice if the seat was further back if it was further forward if it wasn't as straight or if it was laid down he would notice the slightest movement and they would all laugh at me but I was like, oh, like please please don't do this like do not move the seat and at the time I would laugh along with them but like it's actually really serious and it's that's how controlled my life was for four years and come cut to like a few years after that I met my next boyfriend who seven years older <laughs> so a little bit younger but that seems to be my thing and this guy seemed so much better but again that is because I ignored every red flag that popped up like we met in a hostel in Australia I was traveling bit of a drunken night um and then it quickly snowballed really really fast and we fell into this thing of saying like oh we're a couple we're going to do all these things together and I ignored all the things that were really quite toxic and just didn't sit well with me like his behavior he was basically like an alcoholic I would go work all day he wouldn't work but then I'd be using my money to pay for everything and he wouldn't do anything I'd ask if I was like please can you just pop some washing on for me I'm working 12 hours and I'd come home and well home I say hostel <laughs> and he had not done any of these things and I was just like why can't you do this really simple thing and then I'd be laid in bed while he'd stay up until 5am chatting to any person in the hostel that would listen to him and I literally couldn't sleep but I wouldn't be able to sleep because I'd be obsessing thinking oh my god who's he talking to what's he doing why is he not coming to the room he doesn't want to be with me and again, I was so wrapped up in all the things that I'd never dealt with in my first relationship that I then literally attracted someone who was the exact same, like not physically abusive or anything like that, but so many patterns and habits were literally, you could have just, they could have been the same person. And it, it just put me back, right back at the start. Like I thought I'd move past it, but what really had happened is I just got over that bit and I buried all these issues. And then cut to today where I'm a coach. And the reason I feel like I've drawn to being this kind of coach is because the relationships have literally been the hardest part of my life. Like they completely stripped me of my identity. They stripped me of my self-belief, my self-confidence. They made me feel irrelevant. Like I was like, this is not what love's supposed to be like. Surely like, I've been in love twice and I feel like absolute shit. <laughs> and now I'm in this unbelievable relationship and the only reason I'm still in this relationship like thankfully one he's a really good guy strangely he's actually my age but it's because I was forced to deal with all of my insecurities like they all came up it didn't matter that this guy was like really amazing all my insecurities still surfaced and I was faced with a choice of finally dealing with them or potentially ruining an incredible relationship so kind of my story really in a nutshell wow <laughs> I'm just kind of like man I thought I went through some shit <laughs> um well firstly I just want to say how strong you are like that's incredible that you've you're now at the other side of it and you're like I'm just sitting looking at you you've got a big bright smile on your face like I got through this and the thing is that yeah you said that you were forced to deal with these insecurities you were forced to deal with the, these feelings that you were feeling to be able to attract the right guy to you because like you came out of your first relationship didn't deal with anything just suppressed it and then you attracted the same thing so that kind of just 
goes to show, but leads me on to the, the idea and the kind of, yeah, the idea of having to have that self-love and that self-acceptance and all like genuinely work on yourself to be able to have that good relationship with a partner to attract the right people to you. Um, so I'm assuming like this is probably a silly question, but did you kind of, before these relationships, did you have like that self-acceptance and that self-love like for yourself? Like how how was relation how was your your relationship with yourself before these relationships? You know, it's so crazy because growing up, I always thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm not massively confident, but I'm confident. I know when I find when I finally get in a relationship, I won't put up with any of the stuff that I see all these women doing. I'll be like, gosh, she stays with him when he's cheated on her. Like, what the hell? Why why would you do that? Like, you just clearly would walk away. So I thought I had a great relationship myself. And then that first relationship literally pointed out that I clearly didn't. Yeah. Like I clearly had no relationship. And then I think going through it and obviously going through all the work that I've done in my personal development, I actually realized that I'd had a really low opinion of myself since like primary school, or I kind of link it back to like the blend between primary and secondary. Like I always think, when I went to secondary, it was like all the boys in primary who thought I was pretty and cute finally met real girls. <laughs> I say that with air quotes because like, I don't think there's such a thing as a real girl, but finally met girls, you know, with boobs and who wear makeup and who can style their hair. And I was like, oh, OK, so I, I don't look like the girls that boys actually want. <laughs> and it sounds so silly, but I 100% know so many girls feel like this, like especially with social media, you look at all these women and you're like, oh my God, I'm not as pretty as them. I don't look as good as them. Like my boobs are small, my stomach sticks out, I've got a flat butt or I've got a big butt, my hips are huge. And all these things you're saying to yourself, you don't realize, but they are all having an effect on you. And all those years of secondary, leading right up until I was 19 where I met this guy, all that negative self-talk and the opinions of other people had been piling up one after the other to get me to this point where actually I had a terrible relationship with myself. And well, would you guess I then attracted someone who was going to pull out every insecurity and in my way of looking at it, pretty much saying, yep, yep, that's right. Agree. Yeah, you're not pretty. You're not that smart. You're not that great. I can cheat on you. I'll walk all over you. Like he ticked every box because yeah. I didn't feel that way about myself. Yeah. So it's like you, these are the beliefs that you were telling yourself about yourself. And then you attracted this person who was like reaffirming all these stories about yourself. And that just kind of like got right into your head. And the fact is, that's not true. That is not true. So, but the good thing is like, you can look back on that and be like, well, you know what, I'm kind of glad that that happened because I realized that actually, you know what, I do have a lot to give and I'm a, a bigger person than they ever will be. And because of that, I'm going to now like rise above and show the world that actually I am a fucking class person. <laughs> yeah, it is so that like they literally reaffirmed to me all the things I thought I believed about myself, all the things I thought were true. And it is crazy like now when I'm here, I literally, I never thought I'd be in this place, but I'm like, damn, I'm actually so grateful to these people. Like, I'm like, I hope they're happy. I hope they're feeling good because 
we all know hurt people hurt people so I don't want them to be out there being miserable because essentially that probably means they're out there hurting another girl making her doubt herself I hope they're happy and you know what I'm so grateful for them because they made me realize that I didn't trust myself and that if I kept on that path I was just going to keep repeating these mistakes over and over for years to come literally what was like this is uh, just a little question that popped up but like what was the kind of turning point what was the point you were at and you were like this is not good like I need to change something like this is all this is not me this isn't me and I need to really come back to myself Uh, do you know what it is it so I met Dan who's my current partner now and I hadn't still hadn't dealt with my insecurities and I got lucky that the universe decided to test me and send me like a really good guy and be like, here you go. You got all these excuses for saying men are absolute assholes and they're all the same. I'm going to give you a really great guy and see how you deal with it. And I remember one time we were literally laid there. We'd had this really great day. Like we'd laugh. We had so much fun. We were just laid there. It was all calm. It was all relaxed. And then out of nowhere, I just had this thought. Like I think it was to do with like jealousy. And then like I asked him like a question that instantly I knew was going to cause like a complete change in our, like we were going to go from happy to being really angry and we were going to get into like this, we were going to fall out. And I remember Dan just being like, what the hell happened? Like a second, five seconds ago, we were like really happy. It's like, you've just found some random, like pluck something out of the air to cause an argument. I don't get, and that was like the first time someone had pointed that out to me that like I was purposely looking for a reason to be annoyed because I was too happy. And mm-hmm. funnily enough, I then read this mm-hmm. book called The Big Leap, which if you haven't read, please do. And it talks about how we kind of have like this thermostat setting where we all have a level of happiness that we're comfortable being at. And when we hit it or go over it, we'll naturally find something to make ourselves come back down to the level we feel comfortable with. And that was literally what I was doing. I felt too happy. It didn't feel right. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel secure. It felt wrong. So I, my brain worked its little magic and was like, oh, talk about jealousy. Talk about how you don't like him talking to that girl. Bam. And there I was straight back down in this miserable little setting that made me feel comfortable. And that was the turning point. Yeah. I mean, I can completely, yeah, that was your cheat, the turning point um but I mean I can completely relate and I mean I'm not I don't speak a lot about like my (laughs) love relationships or I haven't on my podcast or on social media because it's not something kind of on my radar at the moment but I am I am one to attract the wrong people but it's not it's mostly because I don't kind of well I do now more than ever um but I didn't think I had any like self-worth I didn't think I had anything to give either like when I was in high school I thought I was the the ugly the ugly girl too that I that I just annoyed everyone that no one was looking at me that I was just like an inconvenience like and so so because of that I've never never been in a long-term relationship and I constantly kind of attracted the guys who who just wanted just one thing who wanted one thing or just either like strung me along and then we're like actually I don't want anything kind of thing so that affected that just affects absolutely everything um so right now 
it's something I know I need to work on but um because I've never had like a relationship it's really hard for me to think that I'm going to have one or I'm like worthy of one or I'm deserving of one but obviously because I'm on this journey I know I have a lot to give to to like a partner and to the world like I know I have so much love to give that I'm like I need to I need to set my boundaries now I really need to like set my boundaries and not let these guys that just want to take advantage of me come in because I would just allow that because it's just again what we were comfortable with but like going back to what you were saying if how did you deal with these insecurities because like at that point you were like right I mean this is actually a good question for me because I'm kind of at the point where I'm like right, how do I deal with this like how did you deal with your insecurities and at that point at your turning point like what what was your, your first like little step that you took so for me it was admitting that I was miserable because I was choosing to be miserable like that was so hard for me to do like actually admitting that I need to take responsibility that no matter what my exes had done on some level I had let them treat me that way and that's a be all end it doesn't mean I deserve to be treated that way it just meant that I could have cut those relationships short from the get-go and probably neither of them would ever have started had I taken responsibility and saying well hang on that's not right I don't want to be treated this way I had let it go on and on and on and finally saying to myself you need to take responsibility for where you've been like have some sympathy for her like she freaking got through all of that and she's still bloody standing like, I'm still standing and I went through a lot nothing compared to what some women go through and I praise them for doing it but like have sympathy for that person but then also take bloody responsibility as well like let go of the anger because it's going to get you nowhere let go of the regret because you can't change it and decide that you know what enough's enough I know that I'm a loving person I know I'm a caring person and that means I've got something to give and I deserve to find someone maybe it'll take a while for that right person to come along maybe I'm gonna have to fish for a bloody while to find them but actually being able to stand up and be like I'm insecure I feel jealous I doubt myself I know I've put up with a lot of stuff and it's my kind of my fault why I put up with it but but being able to actually hold around and admit to them was like quite a huge step and for me talking sort of openly with Dan about them as well that like not saying that you need a partner to get over them but for me being that I was in a relationship having to force myself to be open and when these feelings would come up actually say to Dan okay I'm feeling jealous. I know it's me that's feeling jealous. It's not you doing something. That was, it was scary at first. And it, I mean, there's still times now where the things, feelings come up and it's really scary. But being able to say, this is how I'm feeling. I recognize that it's my feeling. It's not you doing something. And, and then going away and do it. So whether that's reading a book around the situation. So there's so many relationship books. There's so many about self-confidence. There's so many women out there giving advice around how to feel more confident in yourself, because that is key. Like if you don't love yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, if you doubt yourself, you are naturally going to attract someone who doesn't treat you right. Or you're potentially going to create a situation that's toxic because you are going to drive that person you're going to look for things that reaffirm what you believe, even if they're the nicest person on the bloody planet. 
you are going to find things that are wrong with them. So starting from a place where you admit to them, you recognize them, and then you start working on them in whatever way works for you. Like, trust me, it's not an overnight fix. Like, I've been working on myself since like 2019 to be more confident. I've come a bloody long way, but there's still a really long way to go. Like, don't go into it thinking, oh, it's gonna like six months time, I'm gonna be the most confident, I'm gonna be the like, least jealous person. Like situations will come up and go a bit like your period. It's going to come and go. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to avoid it. But accepting and recognizing that and being like, okay, that feeling's here. What's making me feel this way? Is it the situation? Am I maybe just hormonal? Is it this it reminds me of a previous situation where someone did make me feel jealous? Okay, how am I going to handle it? I'm going to go talk to my friend. I'm going to say to her, I'm feeling jealous. I know I'm being silly, journal about it. Ask yourself the question, why is this feeling coming up for me? Write it down, literally get it all out. And then thank yourself for having that thought and you know, accepting that you've had it. And then let it go. Like be like, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, God, I'm jealous again. Why am I jealous? Like, it's okay. Like you're human. We're, you know, we live in the society where people love to pick on your flaws if you're in quite a negative crowd anyway. And you need to be the one person who is in your court. Like, don't fuel your fire. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to be jealous because it's okay to be jealous and like go out and go angry with it. But just be like, okay, I am feeling this way. I need to obviously look at why I'm feeling this way. Accept that feeling. Forgive yourself for that feeling. And then take steps to overcome it in whatever way that looks for you. I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I felt that. But also, like, that's exactly what I say to my clients as well. That we are human. Like, the feelings that you're feeling, like, own them. Own their feelings. Feel them and just let them go and do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. But yeah, I love that so much. Uh, I'm definitely going to be taking some of that advice. <laughs> um, but you also were talking about how, yeah, you have to love yourself and you have to accept yourself and not have that self-doubt and that like the insecurities about yourself because yeah, like you'll effectively have that person who like reaffirms all that to you. But my question to you would probably be like how how did you or what kind of tips do you have to create that self-love and that self-acceptance for anyone who's in a relationship right now and is struggling because they don't love themselves so they and they are projecting that onto their partner and onto their relationships and it is like kind of bringing the relationship down and they're a bit like something needs to change and in fact it's their insecurities and the, their acceptance of themselves that really needs they really need to work on or if it's someone like me or someone out there who's single who's like attracting the wrong people to them and need to really like work on the, their self-worth and their self-love and their self-acceptance do you have any kind of like tips tricks or like what kind of things you did to really build this kind of confidence up and this self-love yeah up? absolutely one thing you said there that I really took away it was projecting like this is massive I see it all the time and I was a sh <laughs> I was someone who did it a lot the first thing is recognizing when you are projecting your insecurities onto another person so I would do it all the time with Dan I always come back to jealousy because I've been cheated on twice and it's always been my biggest insecurity and it become like this really ugly trait 
And what I'd never realized is that anytime I felt insecure, I would blame it on Dan and say it was something he was doing to make me feel insecure. When actually it wasn't, I was looking for a reason. So being able to recognize when you're projecting versus thinking it's something they're doing is the first thing to do. Like recognize when it's a feeling and a self doubt that you're having versus saying, oh no, well, I feel jealous because my partner does that. I don't get me wrong. You may be with someone who actually goes out of their way to make you feel crap. And of course that's not right, but you have got to see it as in, okay, is it that situation or is it me? And again, don't beat yourself up if it is you. It's okay. I've done it. And trust me, I've been doing it for years. I still do it every now and again. And from there, it's going on to being changing the way you talk to yourself and looking at whether you take and pin your self-worth on what other people think of you. I know you're saying, Sophie, that you've not been in a long-term relationship. Are you now using that? as a measurement for how much self-worth or what you have worth you have for a relationship are you saying well i've not been with anyone for so long or in like a long distance or a long-term thing so that obviously means i don't have a lot to offer or do you just think i don't have a lot to offer it's deciding if it's an external validation that mm-hmm. you're t- basing this on and the way other people have treated you or whether it's just years of self negative self-talk that you're basing this off of because again that can be quite a big difference a lot of my insecurities had actually been built up by one other people but two a lot of negative self-talk and saying well I'm not pretty I'm you know I'm not that great I'm not that smart I don't have the best body you know I'm not very girly and then that became an external validation because I would take people saying those same things and be like well other people are telling me it's the same so you need to see what you're basing it off. Like no one should be telling you or no one's opinion of you should matter. At the end of the day, that, that's that. Like, it doesn't matter if someone comes along and is like, yeah, no, you'd be a crap girlfriend. You'd be a terrible partner. You, you're not that pretty. doesn't matter. But their opinion is completely irrelevant. The only one that should matter is your own. And if right now you're telling yourself, I'm not worthy, I've got nothing to offer another person, that is where you need to start switching up your mindset. And that is a really good place. And affirmations are a great place to start with things like that, is writing down all the negative self-talk you tell yourself, like, I'm not worthy of love. I have nothing to offer. I'm never gonna meet someone. I'm not deserving of love. And then literally flip that bloody script and change it up completely. Like, I am worthy of love. I'm attracting the right partner. I have so much to offer. And even though at the beginning you might not feel like it, the more and more you say it, the more you will start to believe it because you know what you do. And my favorite analogy that I told someone the other day was think of what you have to offer as like boat or like a nice yacht. And you can go and offer that yacht to someone in the middle of Australia. And this boat is incredible, but to someone in the middle of Australia, this boat is completely irrelevant. It's not needed, there's no worth to it doesn't mean your yacht's any less amazing. Like it's still the exact same yacht, it's fantastic. It just has no relevance to that person. But head to somewhere in Sydney where they're on the coast by the water, that exact same boat is like gold. It's like, oh my God, let's take the boat out. Let's go have a picnic on it. Like we can sit in it and watch the sunset. The boat hasn't changed. Like this boat has not got any better. You just offered it to someone in a situation where it means more. 
And that's not to say like pin again, pin your worth on validation of someone else, but don't let someone in the middle of Australia decide your boat is worthless because they live in the middle of bloody Australia. <laughs> a boat to someone out there is not gonna be the same as someone in Sydney on the coast. So I always say, look at your worth as that. You've got a bloody yacht. You just gotta find someone on the coastline who is worthy of having that yacht and who will appreciate it for what it is. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> and I love your affirmations. Like I'm a big, I'm a big affirmation gal, you know that. Um, because we do, we do tend to tell our thing or tell ourselves things that aren't actually true. That these things that you're telling yourself, they're they're not facts actually, and you can change that story. Um but yeah, I really I just loved absolutely everything that you just said. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take it all on board. I hope you guys take all this on board as well. <laughs> this is what I needed this is what I needed but you know what like I actually have because of the journey I'm on I do know that I have a lot of love to give I have just I think what I've been affirming to myself is that I don't I think for me personally I don't know if anyone listening kind of can relate or resonate with this but because whatever relationship I've kind of been in I've always been held back or pulled back so I think I've got this fear in my head that if I have someone right now while I'm doing good I'm doing really really good that they're going to pull me back you know because that's the kind of that's the only kind of relationship I've been in so that's something I'm trying to trying to work through um but we'll get there we'll get there um but yeah so I love that but one last question would probably be like well you've just kind of said your top top tips but for those that are yeah yeah I think that's maybe like your top tips anyway but to anyone that's out there who is either in a relationship oh yeah what you said this is something I wanted to highlight on when you said about um people like saying all these kind of nasty things about you, your partner saying all these things and remembering that that's actually a reflection of their own pain. That's a reflection of something that they've got issues inside of them. They've got something inside of them, inside of them, that they need to really do some work on. And they're, again, pro- they're projecting that onto you. Um, and that's, pro- that's just why that's not working. So if you're like in a relationship right now and you're, it's not working, you guys need to do some work some inner work really dig deep into the insecurities and make that kind of the self-love and the self-acceptance that you really need to grow for yourself um but yeah I love that I really love that but um one last thing I wanted to ask was if there was one thing right now that you if you couldn't do anything else for the rest of your life but one little thing each day to grow your self-love and grow your self-acceptance and your self-confidence and so self-like belief in yourself that you have something to give what would it be oh my god it's got to be better self-talk a hundred percent like we are literally living a world where people think it's okay to say what the hell they want about you and one of my favorite quotes that someone always says to me is, no one can hurt you with words that you don't already believe. So if someone comes up to you and says, oh my God, you have horrible pink hair, you're not gonna believe them if they don't have pink hair. But if they walk up and like, God, your nose is huge. If you already think your nose is huge, that, that's gonna hurt you. <laughs> so if someone hurts you with something they say, 
it's because you already believe that about yourself. So learn to talk better to yourself. Talk to you as if you're your best friend. So when you stand in front of the mirror and you go to say, oh, I look fat, ask yourself, would I say that if that was my friend? If she was like, do I look fat in this? Would you be like, yeah, yeah, you look fat in that. Or would you be like, you look amazing? Or actually, you know what? You probably look really good in this outfit. That is like my key tip. Talk to yourself as if you are your own best friend, because I can guarantee you wouldn't say half the stuff to yourself that you would, or half the stuff you'd say to them that you would to yourself. Or even write down, spend a whole day writing down every negative thought you have about yourself or every negative word you say. Take that piece of paper and go and say it to your friend as if you're saying it to her. And when you, and when you can't make yourself say it, that is when you know you shouldn't be saying it to yourself. That is my key piece of advice, better self-talk. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so true though. It's like so, so true. The things that we genuinely say to, to ourselves where you just kind of need to take that step back and be like, excuse me, what are you actually doing? Like, why are you saying this? You, That's not true. That is not true. And that's why affirmations are so powerful. And I think people don't realise the power of affirmations because I know when I first started them, first started using them, I didn't even realise what they were. Like, I didn't even know what they were. But we actually don't realise that we are using them every single second of every single day, but they're negative. The things you're telling yourself, every little opinion, belief that's going through your head is an affirmation. You're affirming that thought to yourself. So all you genuinely do is like flip it around, be like, you know what? I I don't I choose not to say this to myself anymore. I choose to say this to myself because you know what? These thoughts that I'm thinking are not facts. They're not real. They're stories, and you can change a story. But yeah, I love that. And you know what? That's like the key to everything. It's really just changing the way you talk. To, to, to yourself, to people, to everything, to absolutely everything, because especially in your own head, because you literally live in your own head. So you've got to talk nicely to yourself, don't you? Um, but I oh, loved that so much. I really did. And so I'll be definitely working on my self-worth. But I do, because I know, I know that I do have a lot to give. Um, like it's just working on that, working on the, the belief of somebody not holding me back that's what I need to work on <laughs> um, it's so good I that you know say- that that's your struggle yeah. like, that's amazing yeah. recognizing that is the first step yeah exactly that's the, that, that's the thing isn't it it's always the you need to be aware of like what is actually holding you back and that's like the key to absolutely everything like for the for my clients like when I'm helping coach people through their mindset, the, f- the first thing you need to be aware of is what actually is limiting you. What is holding you back? What are these traumas? What are these wounds? What is all this noise? And from there, you can then take that step. So yeah, I'm very much aware of like why I feel like this. It's just now being like, I think I'm just putting that like block up for the next step. So I'm like, okay, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> That is what I'm at. <laughs> I'll deal with you later um, because I'm dealing with this at the moment. I'll come. I'll come back to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so so much for coming on. I'm actually just so proud of you as well. Like proud of how far you've come and like seeing your just smiling face and being like, oh, I'm just so glad that you done the work. You became aware and. You know, bloody love yourself because you deserve to love yourself and you deserve to have a man that actually 
loves you and wants you to be better the best person and the best version of yourself and it's amazing to watch like it's so so amazing to watch so yeah I'm so happy for you <laughs> oh thank you and you know I absolutely <laughs> love sharing my story and I will talk about it all day because literally just a few years ago I would not have been sat here smiling talking about my exes and everything I've been through I'd have been like oh my god they're the worst people ever I can't believe I dated them but that's what personal growth does. Like you let go of the anger, you let go of the regret and you step into being a better person and then you attract better people into your life. Yes, I love it. <laughs> let literally to anyone listening to this be like your inspiration and an example, like the actual proof that if you're in a, like a toxic relationship right now or you're finding it hard to attract the right guys and you think that you're never going to attract these these people to your like be in a healthy relationship that it is possible it is possible you just have to do the inner work the inner healing the self-love and the self-acceptance and me and Paige can promise you that you will literally have all the love and all the respect that you deserve yes <laughs> but that's all for that's all for now shine fam i really hope that you did take a lot from this episode because i know i did i absolutely did and i feel I actually feel really good i feel really good um but yeah if there's anything that you resonated with share it to your stories tag us in it or share it with a friend that you think really needs to hear this shit and yeah let's all start feeling the self-love and the self-acceptance that we need and let's get into healthy relationships healthy relationships let's do this team